Hey everybody, welcome to Listen To Me Talk, Season 2, Episode 2. Today I sat down with Dave Myers and Daniel Duran, and we talked about all kinds of cool stuff. We talked a lot about video games, and we talked about uh, our pasts and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, just listen to it. Uh, we were talking about nostalgia, and we went off on a big riff. Uh, also, everybody, uh, go ahead and send me any feedback on what you think of the new direction of the show, being a lot more informal. And, uh, yeah, it, here it is. Yeah, so we were so we were talking about uh, nostalgia here uh, <laughs> as before we got on, uh, on mic. Uh, so we were talking about like smoking, non-smoking things, and uh, like so. Where, where are some other things while we're on that subject that you remember from your childhood that you uh, that you think like, wow, I can't believe that's gone, or or wow, it's so different now. Do do people now have any <laughs> idea what that was like with with cell phones running out of battery so fast? Jeez, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> public <Yeah>. phones. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's a thing that uh, we were talking about the other day. Was I think like our generation. Because I assume we're all around the same age, right? I'm mm, yeah. going to be 35, yeah. you're... 36. 36. 34. 34, okay, so we're all in the same area there. I think our generation is the last generation that grew up... We grew up... We're sort of like half in, half out with, with the modern world right now, where yeah. Yeah. we grew up without cell phones, without the internet for the first part of our lives and everything, so we were all kind of used to not having those things, mm-hmm. and then gradually integrating them into our lives... Whereas kids now have no idea what any of that was like. Yeah, I think we're that generation that had the overlap. It's yeah. the in between Generation yeah. X and Millennials uh, that they keep on going back and forth on what to call us. I think it's Zillennials or something Zillennials, now. Zillennials, yeah. Because it's a, an X with Millennial ending. Uh, yeah. But because we, we grew up without <laughs> this this uh, uh, convenience of technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get a computer until <clears throat> 94. And then I became obsessed with the internet at that point. Right. But for the first 13 years of my life, I didn't have any connection to the world like that. You know, yeah. it was just the TV. <laughs> yeah, that was about it. Yeah. Yeah, you had the Here's, TV and like catalogs and mm-hmm. shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Here's something that I miss. Having to punch in a 16 by 16 password of different characters instead of opening up a safe game. Mm-hmm. Oh, said yeah. no one ever. Yeah. Mega Man Two. Yeah. <laughs> Do the, you remember that? The Konami yeah. games. Yeah. 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 Here's your password. It's a fucking grid. You had a, it was like symbols and letters. Yeah, and if you yeah. didn't write it down, you were screwed. That yeah, that's it. that's it. There was no like <laughs> Do you, uh, internet search. Unless you have the the proper Nintendo power, you, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or like uh, I remember uh, the Game Genie and the Game mm. and the oh, Game Shark, shit, yeah. where you would have to plug in a, a special cartridge. And then you could plug in cheat codes, and the only way you could get them was either in a magazine or uh, in the booklet it came with. Mm-hmm. And that was so. It. Any newer games weren't going to be in that booklet. You needed to find outside sources. Right. So. You had to like subscribe to their to their newsletter mm-hmm. or whatever, and they would send it to you monthly. Like, here's all the games that came out this month, and here's the passwords mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it was again like 16 digits that you're having to enter mm-hmm. one by one with the D-pad, and if you got one number wrong, the code okay. wouldn't work. <laughs> and you're like, what did I do? Oh, did I put in A instead of instead of 4? I, I can't read this thing. My buddy just wrote it down for me out of his copy of the magazine. <laughs> 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 so 
zero games were a lot more special back then. You know, there's yeah. a uh, you had to put an effort and uh, into a game that is so simplistic compared to the, the complex things that we have today. Uh, yeah. And yet, yeah, you would just drain all your time playing this incredibly, ridiculously, overly difficult game. I, I remember just spending hours upon hours playing Battletoads, oh, and, yeah. and that one. I finally, you know, the the there's the the uh, ski section, uh, the jet ski section in the third level that no one ever gets past because it's it's a memory game. You have to remember which way to dodge all the pillars and when to jump, and it, it's a nightmare. Well, when you finally do play the game enough to get past that, three levels later, they have another another one of those. Just, as a as a fuck you for tr- thinking you could actually beat this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, the the game that always used to bug the shit out of me was uh, Ninja Turtles one or two. I think it was uh, it's one. one. Uh, so the it's first the NES release. Were yeah. you talking about the top down where you can you uh, go from yeah you go city from top to down side scroll? And then you go yeah mm-hmm. it's a side scroll. And that's it's like a I'm water level. That's what I was going to reference right now. Anything you yeah. touch, it kills I had that too. Everything. It was it was all poison and everything. Yes, yeah. uh, and and the games were just overly difficult because you're spending. Between fifty and seventy dollars for this NES cartridge, that uh, you know, it, it, they they expect you to pour in countless hours into this thing. And uh, if we we don't play games the same way anymore, we yeah. don't we don't have uh, games except for some rogue like games that do it. But most of them aren't about uh, getting further in a run and then starting all over again. Because if I had to do that in Dark Souls or something, it would just not. It would not be fun. <laughs> Every single time you die in Dark Souls, Dark Souls you have to start all the way over at the beginning. <laughs> it's already hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> As a kid playing all these games, mm. <clears throat> I wasn't the best gamer, I'll admit that much. But you, know, you play them and you, and you see the difficulty, the, the, the timing of your jumps has to be... The jumps, jumps yeah. in first-gen games were the worst. There, yeah. That was the number one enemy. It wasn't your foe, it wasn't whoever you're trying to shoot down. It was just fucking timing those jumps. Yeah, right. You know, sometimes on these ledges, and the controls were not smooth. No, I you mean, and, and some of that was by design, and some of that was just the limits <laughs> of the technology <laughs> at the time. There, that's all you're gonna get. That's what we got. So yeah, figure it out, bro. That Ninja Turtles game was one of the ones that was. Uh, there was a particular level where you went into a sewer. Yeah. It was a Tom Tom view, and there was a gap, a fucking gap about what like a half an inch in your screen, yeah. and you had to time it ex- like pixel perfect because mm. otherwise. You would not land the jump. You'd fall back down, and you have mm-hmm. to go back three, four screens, or whatever to yeah. climb. It was it was ridiculous, man. But now, with the advent of the internet, you know, you hear you get all these gamer reviews or people talking about old games, and they're like, nah, that was one hundred percent fucking hard. Like those yeah. were those yeah. those were not meant to be enjoyed. Yeah, I don't know how uh, my you know <laughs> six year old self was playing Castlevania and you know these these games. Yeah. Like, uh, and again, like you just have multiple. You it's it's a run based game where you get a little further, and you don't get quite as far the next time, and then you keep on doing this over and over again, uh, and you hope that you get to the last level. <laughs> yeah, there was a real sense of accomplishment when yeah. you beat it yeah. back yeah. then, because not everybody could. Like that was the thing. Like there there'd be people that yeah. just if you knew a friend who did beat a certain game, you're like that guy's amazing. <laughs> yeah, because he beat Contra. So I had an experience like this in a, in a up, summer up, down, day down, camp. Left right, left uh, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I had a uh, an experience like this when I was in a summer camp uh, when I was nine years old, uh, where 
they had a, a NES hooked up, and they only had like two games on it. There was a Simpsons game and Godzilla, and uh, I beat that Godzilla game. And as I was getting further into the game, the crowd of kids around me, I remember it was like, it was like something out of, I guess, The Wizard, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, that sense of accomplishment, I never have had it again. <laughs> like nothing I've just, I've children, and, and, then, and then for the rest of that summer, there were kids that would be like, they wanted to hang out with me because I was now the cool kid for beating yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, you were you were a little bit of a rock star if you could yeah. beat a game in, in the arcade or at yeah. home. Like if yeah. you just went home and like, guys, I can tell you the ending, the Metroid. People, what? <laughs> what happens? It's like she's a girl. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that one. It's like you get to the end. It's a girl. This whole time you've been playing as a girl. People are like, I don't know if I want to play this game. <laughs> or like I remember. <laughs> So Dan, you you weren't yeah. on the uh, the last podcast here. Uh, so tell us a, a little bit about. You were going to tell me a story the other night. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. You were going to tell me a story, and uh, and I said no 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 save it save it save it for the podcast about your grandfather. Uh, it was related to Nat King Cole. Oh, uh, I don't know if it was a story, but it was it was partly a background of who he was. Um, so I'm from my family. We're from the outskirts of Mexico. Okay, it's called uh, Nezahualcoyo, but it's for short called Neza N E Z A. And I remember when we left, uh, when we left there, the the neighborhood didn't even have <clears throat> uh, concrete on the streets. There was no pavement. It was still dirt. So you still saw people out there sweeping, and, and it was it was a rough part of town. It still is. Uh, there's some streets. I like to say it's it, 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 there are streets during the daytime you still don't walk down. So it was a very you know, sketchy area, but right. um, that's where I was born, and so we weren't really the richest. You know, technology, even in the shape of a recording, a recorder, a tape recorder, wasn't really accessible to us. So unfortunately, nobody has a recording of my grandpa. But my grandpa was actually in a trio. He was, oh, okay. he was in a trio. Uh, he was lead singer playing a, an instrument, kind of like a guitar, called a requinto, and I think it's double the strings. Um, but yeah, he was recorded, and that's the kind of music that he would sing, like the the old nineteen forties trio, nineteen forties nineteen fifties crooner kind of music. That's, right. that's what he did. So growing up, uh, true story, uh, there was in my house we had a bunch of CDs growing up, um, and I picked out one of the CDs. Oh no, it was in my it was in my room. My mom said, "Why do you have this CD?" And I said, "Because I really like that music. I don't I don't know like I." Just I heard it. I really liked it. I, I like it. And and she's like, why why this one in particular? I was like, I don't know. I just like it. And I really really liked it. So it turns out the CD I picked out, uh, my grandfather also had, oh. but uh, in an LP. So the vinyl he right. had, a, but it was the same album with the same uh, cover on the vinyl. But they yeah. just transferred it over to CD with the same exact scanned copy. So it was kind of neat. Like that's that's. And so you had no idea. No idea. Like so maybe like. Maybe when you were really young, you might have heard it, and then like when you were older, you heard it again. I, that's I conscious. Yeah, he passed away when I was, I think, about four. Okay. So um, I'm sure subconsciously, there's there's stuff there you know, that, that I soaked like, in. It's popping. It triggered up. you'd be like, oh, I like this, and it, it not knowing happen, why, you know? but it's yeah. probably because emotionally of that, yeah. invested because of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome. That that like you kind of found this connection with him, you know, not knowing, like. 
that that was that, that yeah. was going to happen. You 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 guys just had, but it's to the point where it's a little bit eerie and you know? beyond that. Yeah. I, in my life, there, I mean, I knew him until I was, or, you know, quote unquote, knew him mm-hmm. as much as you can absorb when you were a kid, right. exactly. Um, but growing up, there were several times in my life with all kinds of different things. The way I like to dress, um, not now, obviously, I'm mean, like whatever. But when I used to work at a different place, I was wearing a suit mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even without, I still like to wear my suits. I just, I just like them. Yeah. But that was him too. He, uh, there were stories about when um, he would go out. He'd always go out dressed well, not flashy, just dressed well. So he looked like a Elliot Ness kind of, you know, yeah. the, the fedora and, and the, the trench coat and everything. And at times he'd go into a cafe. This is a story that my mom told me a lot. He'd go in, sit down for a cup of coffee, and they, everyone thought because of the way he carried himself, the way he spoke, they everyone thought that he was a lawyer. And you know, in, in Mexico, where we're from, that's viewed as like, whoa, you're you're up there, you're you're getting it. You know, right. you're, you're my respects. There's no there's no hate. There's no jealousy. There's just like, good man, good on you. You're doing better. Yeah. Uh, so he'd go in and ask for a coffee, have it, and people would be like, it's on us, uh, uh, licenciado, which is like lawyer. Like, okay. That was kind of like a, a Mister, like a professor, right. like a. A, a, a name. title, like you, yeah, like a title, like, exactly. Yeah, a title, so like you, it's on us. Yeah. and he's like, oh, okay, like <laughs> cool. But he was he was a baker. That's what he did. Oh, that's cool. Talented baker, yeah. So so, so he was so he was uh, you know kind of going in thinking like, why are they calling me a lawyer? <laughs> yeah, but that's just, it's just the way that he carried himself, and, yeah. and in that street, I mean, there were tons of families. My parents actually both families lived facing each other, and that's how kind of my mom and my dad met. Um, well, but on that street, uh, the kids, you know, there you had the the, the hooligans, the, the, the troublemakers. Mm-hmm. But regardless of what they did or what they were about, everyone respected Don Jose. Everyone respected my grandpa. Like he was just like you. There was something about him. Mm-hmm. You just like he's a good man. Like you don't you don't fuck with him. Right. You don't you leave his stuff alone in his family. Like that's it. It's off. It's off limits. So that was kind of dope. That's pretty. Yeah. yeah the uh, it's interesting to. To see like how uh, you know our families kind of influence us mm-hmm. and, and our uh, ancestors, for lack of a better word, our predecessors. Uh, my grandfather on my mom's side, um, he started volunteering out at the AT and T program out here in Pebble Beach, and uh, and he befriended Bing Crosby. Mm. And so there's all these pictures of my grandfather and my grandmother in that house where I, you know, where I spent, you know, a good portion of my childhood. And I was like, who's that grandpa? And he's like, oh, that's Bing Crosby. He passed away just before you were born. And he's like, oh, you know, we were good friends and everything. I was like, oh, okay. And then later I heard Bing Crosby and it connected. I was like, oh, that's the music I've heard you guys Mm -hmm. listening to all this time. I got chills around. That's dope. Yeah. And, and so it was, uh, so I've always kind of had like a an affinity for like Bing Crosby music and everything like that, and that kind of started me down a similar path for a long time. I listened to a lot of crooners like like you, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and a lot of that was because I just had this like, oh well, Bing Crosby was a crooner. Let me see what else, who else is is in that vein. Uh, but a lot, and then uh, country music I got into for a little while because of my grandfather. He was big into that too. And, like, taught me how to fish and everything like that. And then uh, I remember, uh, like, when uh, when he passed away, we found all these old pictures that he had, in, you know, when we were going through all his stuff and everything. And we found all these pictures of, like, oh, here's, here's Grandma and Grandpa with 
with Bing Crosby and I forget his wife's name and, and like the the whole like Crosby family and everything and you know uh, over the years you know you hear things about <laughs> about people like like well you know he might have might have been a, a fairly rough father he might have drank a lot and everything but uh, you know I never saw that in any of those pictures like they always spoke very highly of him they you know they always said like ah you know it was a different time like that's how that's how people were like it wasn't you know now they're like oh he was he was rough with his kids it's like but at the time that's that's how you disciplined your kids was like you, there was no higher thought really that was accepted <laughs> yeah it's really, like yeah. you give him a whooping and that, that's it you know and you know and people drank more because it was you know life was hard <laughs> like life was harder like you needed to come back and just kind of like wind down at the end of a day i don't think that aspect's ever changed though <laughs> no but but i don't know like there's things like when people complain now about about life like oh well, you know this is so hard and everything i'm like well but it's also like the easiest time that's ever happened yeah. on the planet and and i always try to remind myself whenever i start feeling like you know like oh yeah i gotta go work today or whatever you know it's like my work is essentially sit in front of people push a button and say their name i don't have any room to bitch yeah. There's people, you know, there's people now who work way harder than me. And even them, they would have to look back and be like, yeah, but if I compare that to like my father or my father's father, there's no comparison. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a completely different kind of, uh, kind of world now where it's like every, we have so much technology that makes things so much easier for us. And we, uh, I think a lot of times take it for granted. We certainly do. Yeah. Like uh right now, just on this table alone, like we have the mixer and we recorder, the microphones, there's my Kindle sitting there, I got a cell phone and an iPad and a computer. And at any given point, like right now, we are connected to the accumulated knowledge of the entire planet of all time uh, that's ever existed, all, all humanity's uh knowledge at our fingertips and we we still for some reason like find a way to complain about it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think that if the world, I feel like this is the the, the uh, peak era of convenience mm -hmm. in human evolution, so far. Yeah. Would you guys would you guys agree? I, I feel oh, like, yeah. unfortunately, convenience dictates and so far has led most of us as a as a as a whole, and how we've how we've managed society, how we've managed yeah. our resources. Oh, absolutely. It hasn't even been to, to innovate, to, to really, it's been mostly to... To make things to convenience. easier. Convenience. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, being able to speak to your house to turn on the lights instead of having to <laughs> oh, walk over to a light switch. To do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to flip a switch. Well, it's the same uh, thing as, like, how many times growing up would you uh, not walk over to, like, you couldn't find the remote so you would just watch whatever was on the TV <laughs> because it's just like, well, hey, I have a sibling. <laughs> you just make them do it. Like, Go turn the channel for me. Go or else I change your TV channel. Let's go. <laughs> this is back in the the one to thirteen dial, knob, yeah, the, yeah, the dial, dial. dial, and then the one that like goes from what thirteen yeah. to two hundred fifty-five. Right. The... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's a thing I hadn't thought of in a long time. That little TV dial. Just... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then it would break off, and you'd have to try and get it to go back on and everything like that. But but yeah, now it's like 
oh, well, I can't find the remote. I'll just use my my Echo Dot. Hey, change the channel. Yeah, go really? Yeah. Well, now they have them. Like right, the Xfinity has it built into the mm-hmm. into the remote. Yeah, there's uh, uh, some smart televisions have uh, Alexa or uh, uh, Google. Uh, mm-hmm. There's uh, I have uh, Shield. It's my uh, smart device that's hooked up to my TV and that has Google Assistant built in. Right. Although most of the time when I talk <coughs> to it, it gets it wrong. Yeah, it's still not quite <laughs> like, there. Uh, Incredibles two trailer. And then it says, credible to railer. And I'm like, what the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to be real specific yeah. and you have to really enunciate everything. Yeah. But, but even, but yeah, now some, yeah, like you said, some of the TVs have it built in mm-hmm. where you don't even need the remote because it's got the microphone built into the TV. All you have to do is be somewhere near it. Or like the Xbox, the Connect was like that. Yeah. And, and I mean, PlayStation has it with the camera. Uh, mm-hmm. I have the camera because I have PSVR, and and so I had to disable a feature where it it's listening for you to say PlayStation, and then mm. it starts uh, uh, just reading back what you're saying because you might not want to talk to your PlayStation when you say PlayStation. You might right. just want to you Maybe know talk have a conversation. To somebody be like, oh, so I hooked up the PlayStation today. It's like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, it's the. Uh, the thing that, like, uh, uh, South Park had that Alexa episode. I think we talked about it last Yeah, we time. talked about it. Uh, but how it just was a nightmare for everybody that had these smart devices in their homes because Everybody's they said... Really turn them off. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't order anything. Don't order anything. <laughs> people who have, like, the the automatic ordering, mm-hmm. you know, the, those people. Yeah, I, I would love to just know somebody had it and be like, <laughs> Oh, am I on speakerphone? Hey, <laughs> Alexa, order 500 copies of this, of Sandman, Sandman uh, Omnibus. Send them to my house. They have those, what are they, dash buttons, right, that Amazon sells? Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's just, you need more Tide Pods, so you push the Tide Pod button. I mean, oh. I mean, how? <laughs> we, we could talk about that. <laughs> I think that's happened since the last podcast. Oh, man. Uh, but it's just... I mean that that takes it a little too far to me. Like they're they're using technology. How yeah. how ex- how ridiculous is that? Yeah, you can't. You don't have to boot up your computer to go on the internet. You don't have to go through dial-up. You literally have to pull your phone out of your pocket. Yeah. Go to the website and just click buy more. Nope. That's not fast enough. You buy a button. <laughs> yeah, you purchase the ability to purchase. You post, Think about that. You post it up above your washing machine, and then you're like, oh, I'm out. Wait, do you have up. to purchase these? Yeah, I think, well, I the think first you, one yeah, probably comes with uh, Tide Pods the first time, but yeah. it's still an additional price on top of the purchase of the to be iPhone. Fair, so. they're like two bucks. Yeah. It's not. But so it's but just the. Genius the, though, but two bucks over how many? But the cost of manufacturing yeah. of these things yeah. and, and just the waste of materials. Yeah. For what? For convenience of pushing a button and it's gets the satisfaction of pushing a button. Yeah, Do you is. not remember being a kid? Pushing buttons was the coolest thing ever. Still That's is. one of the reasons why I started learning. <laughs> yeah, still is. It was one of the reasons why I liked learning piano. To me, it was like a bunch of button pressing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of it was weird the way my mind works, but that's to me why I like piano, why I gravitated to her mm-hmm. too. I was like, ooh, it's neat. Yeah, you're pushing, you're pushing, pushing buttons. buttons. That's uh, I remember. Uh, why are buttons so cool? <laughs> when the, uh, I remember when the iPod first came out, mm-hmm. yeah. and there was the iPod and the Zoom, mm-hmm. the Microsoft version, 
And the Zune was a better MP3 player. But it was brown. It, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. But it was, it was a weird color. And Poor design choices. They had better designers at Apple. Yeah, but Apple had the little click wheel, mm -hmm. which to me was, dial was, was everything so I wanted. I was just like, oh my god, this is awesome. It's just, you just go like <laughs> that this. That motion. You just but run. you have to go, if, if, if you got one of the larger iPods, it's just like, it's a hard drive with a dial on the yeah. front and a screen, but you're rotating and you're rotating. But and it's they still got, way more fun. So they got rid of, uh, <laughs> yeah. it became a touch dial uh, with later iterations. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. that lack of the mechanical turn I think something gets lost there, you know? Well, even the touch dial, you're still doing yeah. something. And, and the buttons aren't buttons on iPhones anymore, you know? Right, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, this phone, the, the Note, yeah. they, got, they did away with the home button. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, like, I refused to buy this phone because I was like, no, I don't want to lose the button. Uh, no, this is the, the Samsung, the Note. Oh, okay. And, uh, and but yeah, like, the same thing with Apple. First, they made where there was a circle, mm -hmm. but it, there was no button there. Yeah. Like, if you pressed mm -hmm. on it, it's, you know, it makes the same thing happen, but you don't get that tactile, like, it's, depression. The, it's it's haptic tactile. feedback now. Yes. Yeah. And haptic feedback makes your phone buzz a little. I don't care how advanced your haptic engine gets. Yeah. It doesn't feel like an actual... It doesn't feel like pressing the yeah. 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 And so, to me, that's, like, the biggest thing that they're moving away from. That I'm like, why? Why would you go away from that? Because mm -hmm. the... There is a certain satisfaction to pressing a button. You know, even when the iPhone <laughs> came out, you still need those analog things. Even like when the iPhone came out, I refused. I refused for the longest time. I, I had my Sony Ericsson mm. W810. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that little candy bar phone. was. Yeah. It, it was. It lasted a couple of weeks on a charge. And you didn't you know, have to worry did. about breaking it. You could drop mm, it from no. like a, you know, at the top of your house, and it'd yeah. be like, oh, it's got a little scratch on it. And here's a... Here's a, here's a <laughs> Maybe it's bad for me to say. Maybe I spent way too much time on it. But how was I able to text a full message while it was still in my pocket without? And one of yeah, the cooks at work uh, was right. like, "Are you are you sure?" It's like T nine, right? The, uh, yeah, T nine. He's like, "You can do that." I was like, "Yeah, give me a sentence." They're like, watch, it's blank screen. I put it in my pocket, mm -hmm. and he gave me the sentence. They do it on the departed. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true. They did they, do it. They couldn't modernize that scene because it doesn't work with touchscreens. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, that, that's yeah. another thing with movies now, like. I feel like uh, younger, like younger people who grew up in the cell phone generation. Mm -hmm. It's always the first question they ask is like somebody's lost or they can't mm -hmm. find something or whatever. It's like, why don't they just pull out their cell phone? Yep. It's like, well, because they don't have cell phones. It's before cell phones. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, well, like, don't they have like a GPS? It's no, like what they have is access. <laughs> they have they have a library card. Yeah. And they've got this thing called the Dewey Decimal System. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I remember having to learn it because I was a library teacher yeah. in high school, so I had to I had to learn like the entire Dewey Decimal System mm -hmm. and like all the little subcategories, and mm -hmm. it's like, well, this is one eighty six point two is where that is, and it's not. It's like, why don't you just put them in alphabetical order? No, 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 no. We've got a system for this. Yeah. It's like you we haven't throw away Dewey. this. Yeah. We've already invested. It's like you haven't met Dewey. I was like, I'm already out. I'm already out when you said decimal. Like, I can't like math and me don't. We're we're not great with each other. But the uh, <laughs> you know, I was like oh, adding right. math to word books. I don't yeah, understand. Like, why? Why, why do we have to bring math into this too? Like, I came to the library to get away from math. That's why I'm here. So. To settle that debate that I was having, you know, three weeks ago about, what was that topic again? 
you know, you can't really remember everything, and then you would have to, it would eventually come back to you. You'd have an argument with somebody, and nobody had proof at the time. So you had to, you had to get that proof later. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. And then hopefully you remember all the facts. Oh, and then you, and then uh, like the satisfaction of like, after you go and do the research, go into the library and find in the book mm-hmm. and being like, I told you, I told you, see, I have see? to check out this book now yeah. so I yeah, can you show have them. To check out the book just so you could show somebody and just shove it in their face. You're like, look, <laughs> look, you're wrong. And it's like, well, how do you know that book's not wrong? Yeah. Well, 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 it's in a book. And that was yeah. the thing, like it being in a book was a big deal. It's like, no, it's in a book. It we trust, we trust Wikipedia and that's just, you know, user submitted content. So, yeah. you know, it's, well, yeah, but see, everybody at least uh, the moderation knows, is so like well the internet the people when they the stop internet, and think about it they, yeah <laughs> they'll be like they'll be like well you know it's the internet like you know who's putting this up but but back then it was like oh it's in a book no it's in a book it has to be yep. completely one there are no Russian accurate. bots putting out books so. right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I went from books to TV to the internet to I think. Facebook. It's on Facebook. Social. It must be true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Facebook is our the, source of ju- gauging how so true something is has really drifted. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, were too quick to believe something without actually seeing yeah. other sources. Right. And that's always my big thing. Like where people post something, and I used to really. I, I've I've kind of grown out of it now, thankfully. But I used to really like anytime I saw a meme or something that was you know saying something that i'm like is this accurate let me go look mm-hmm. and then you know do like all you'd have to do is a a google search yeah and like the first thing shows you oh no this is yeah. completely not right this picture is not even of that thing they're talking about so were you the uh, the internet police uh, replying with a comment of yeah the, saying, uh, like, just so you know this isn't accurate <laughs> like you may want to take this down because you're spreading disinformation <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. and you're but getting that's people, probably you're their points. Well, so. but these were people I knew. Oh, okay. So who were who were posting? Yeah, something if it's they on, saw. I guess if it's on Facebook, sure. Yeah, uh, and I'm thinking more on. Oh no! Like you know. going to the website and telling them it's it's inaccurate now because I assume they know yeah. it's inaccurate. But the uh, but people who I know, who I'm like, you're smarter than this. Like you didn't do a Google search to see if this was even close to accurate. Yeah, I remember there was one that I got into like I don't know, like a three week. Facebook war with the <laughs> with people <laughs> because they posted a thing that said uh, uh, it was like a picture of a power a solar power plant in Germany and it was like you know uh, Germany could power the entire country in one day you know off the solar power you know but the only reason that we don't have it here is because of big oil and all this and so I was like I wonder if that's true like like because like, if it is like that'd be awesome and we should totally you know do it and I wasn't actively going out trying to disprove it I was just curious to see like the validity yeah like where is this and how did it happen like mm. could that be replicated and so then you look it up and it's like well number one the power plant in the picture is in Spain it's not in Germany at all two was like that was one day it was like the sunniest day mm-hmm. in like the last 10 years <laughs> And there was in this one city, and it had no cloud cover, and they have never replicated it before or since. Mm. And and I was like, well, you know, and they were like, yeah, but it's still solar power is good. I was like, yeah, solar power is good, but you're telling people. There's no reason to spread misinformation about it. Yeah. There's things you can tell them that that's real information that Mm. should make them support 
uh, uh, cleaner technologies. Right. And that was my only point was like, mm. yeah, just, you know, find something that's impressive that's mm. true yeah. and put it out because there is impressive stuff that's true. But mm. by doing this, all you're doing is inviting people to come in and say that it's bull and then, you know, throwing out your entire cause with it saying, well, you post false information, so why should we believe anything you say? Mm. And uh, that didn't go over well. <laughs> you know, oh, really? and, and again, like, I wasn't actively... <laughs> Like saying anything negative there, I was just saying like, well, you know, just post accurate information and yeah. that supports your cause, and it's I think it's more effective. And they were like, well, who the fuck are you? And I was like, oh shit, like internet like, police. Oh, I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy who did a Google search. Like I was like, I found more information on this in two seconds than you bothered to you know to do any research on. Mm. And then it and it wasn't even my friend because my friend was he hadn't responded yet until like 15 messages down the thread where he's like, yeah. guys, guys, calm down. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was like, it, it was like weeks where like I'd post something and then the guy would post something back and then like we would just go back and forth. And it's I like was, a tool of men playing chess via letters, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Your mail. And then of course, then like, you know, one person finally just stops. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like, and that's right, because I won. But really, he's just like, I'm done with this conversation. I'm not. This is going in circles. We're not so, getting anywhere. Right. I'm not sure if you've heard of this thing. It's called uh, a trolling on the internet. Yes. Uh, and it's where people will make an argument for something that they don't actually believe, yeah, yeah. just because it gets a rise out of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. you're feeding. Uh, it's it's what they call feeding, feeding the, the trolls. trolls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I figured this out eventually. <laughs> But I remember that when Facebook first like really came into popularity, that was how I spent a good chunk of my time on. It was just like, oh, like this is for arguing. This is what this. I thought it was about keeping in touch with your friends. Apparently, it's so that we can all hate each other. <laughs> no, well, here's here's the here's here's a, here's a fucked up example. So one of the creators of Nintendo, I saw this this story. He um, saw a picture of Mario and Luigi kissing. I think I might have shared this with you. He saw the picture of them kissing. And you know, this is a man who, who provided a lot of us with, with a very iconic uh, a character who provided a lot of happiness for us. Miyamoto? Uh, maybe. Was? I don't remember who it was yeah. exactly. He was the creator of Mario. Um, it, it might have been just someone maybe up in the chain. I don't know if I saw Miyamoto. But he, he saw the picture um, and on Twitter posted it. said, uh, I saw this. Can you guys please not? <laughs> right? I mean, very kind. That's, oh, no. Nobody messes with them. <laughs> Sweet, Sweet innocence. Yeah, exactly. Man. Right. Sure, <laughs> man. Like, dude, you provided uh, so much happiness for my childhood. Let's just not teach them about Rule 34. <laughs> yeah. And you can imagine the responses that came out of it. Oh, yeah. And it was just a, an influx mm. of... of Pictures of, and more graphic. Of course, yeah. of course. It's like never yeah. ask people on the internet no. to not do something. Yeah. No, it's it's a really weird it's way the internet works. Yeah. Sometimes it's super, you know, all for human rights and humanity, and then sometimes like really, like you could have been, you could have just. Yeah. There's, there's so many things about, uh, and I mentioned this during the last podcast that mm-hmm. the internet is not the bright ideal future that I had hoped it would be. <laughs> Uh, you know, it is just full of dank memes and trolls and just awful, awful things. Well, and as Cookie Monster taught us, the internet is for porn. 
Not Cookie Monster. That was that was a parody of Cookie Monster. Actually, are you sure? Because it yes. sounded very convincing. No, it was. Oh, wait, uh, it's, uh, it's from that play. I, I, there's I a parody of Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah. Avenue, Q. Avenue, Q. Avenue Q. Yes, I have that yeah. album. I, I saw that actually. So. The internet is for. <laughs> but but the version I saw was with Cookie Monster, and that was on the internet. Well, if it was and on the internet, there was no way that people could take audio from one thing and put it over something else. Mm-hmm. No, that's not that's it's, not a thing you no, could do. No. We're not technically there yet. It's, no. Technology has not advanced that much. No, that's yeah. <laughs> that's like saying that that every photo you see isn't real, and we all know that if it's photographic evidence, mm-hmm. it's it's a hundred percent true. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like on those. Well, you know, they grabbed real footage from actual uh, from nature to make uh, the movie Rampage. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yes, the, yeah, yeah. yeah obviously. Well, the, those giant gorillas. The footage yeah. that National Geographic I don't even, decided so to scrap for some can reason. We, we can touch uh, on Rampage for a second. Yeah, yeah. Why are they making a movie <laughs> out of a 1980s arcade that had game? No real plot. <laughs> had no plot. It had it had two monsters, maybe three, depending on the version you're playing. You know the home re- release was only two. It was just the uh, uh, gorilla. Yeah, at, <laughs> because <laughs> because Battleship made some money. That's why. Oh, did God. it? No, yeah. it didn't. I don't think it did. I think it, it flopped made, really I'm hard. Not, I'm not saying it made money in the sense like it was a, it was a giant cash. No, I'm saying it, it made some money. No, so I, think, like, I okay, think it was... I think they actually lost, lost They lost a lot of money on that thing. Yeah. Aliens? Like, how do you how do you get from Wait. Battleship to Aliens? Yeah, because... Just like, right off that one that was announced. <laughs> this was a board game that had no... They announced a Tetris movie. Yeah. Like, what is that? <laughs> how do you... I can't wait. <laughs> just like... Pong. Basically, it's gonna be like uh, uh, the uh, uh, the Pixar movie, the in- Inside Out, or something, right? The 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 moods. Oh right, right. right. Gonna, and and they did that with the Emoji movie, and they're gonna do it with Tetris pieces next. You know. <laughs> like I don't, I don't understand that one. Like I, I thought. But see, the part of me that's worried is that I think it's not going to be that. I think it's going to be live action, and it's going to be about blocks falling from the sky. It's going to be space invaders, but Tetris <laughs> pieces in <laughs> Russia. They're going to be falling, and they're going to have to figure out how to stop them. And they're going to have to like send Jeff Goldblum and uh, and Randy Quaid up to yep. go. To <laughs> Will Smith's going to be in the first Tetris movie, but not the second one that comes out twenty years later. I want to know if the score is going to be based on the the NES release or the Game Boy release. Is it going to have Nutcracker in there or not? You know, yeah, and is it going to be? Is it going to be? Well, if it's Game Boy release, will they all be in that sort of weird monochrome green? You mm-hmm. know, like that? yeah, yeah. Maybe the whole movie should be shot that way. Shot, you know, yeah, that like would be good. Like see in, uh, in IMAX, three uh, D. You know. <laughs> Or uh, was 4D, that? Maybe. 40X, 40X. The... <laughs> and that was advertised. You remember that? Dot Matrix display. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Dot Matrix. What does that it mean? Fancy. I don't know, but it sounds great. Yeah. This is the Game Boy, and it's, it's a thing that I can play for 20 minutes before the batteries die. It's, it's fantastic. Oh, come on. It lasted 40. My Game Gear lasted 20 on <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. double the batteries. Gear, there were four yeah. AA batteries in that thing. And then you could get the rechargeable battery pack, and then you could maybe play for an hour. I had a, 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 a car charger, yeah. a wall <laughs> charger. Uh, so for car trips, I had that. Uh, but yeah, you you would those batteries did not last long. Uh, portable system. You I always keep plugged in. But I, I mean, and I get the the uh, uh, why Game Boy was so successful because the battery did last a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the graphics were so much worse than the Game Gear. I was yeah. like, are you kidding? Look at Sonic yeah. here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, it, uh, it, the Game Boy. 
Nintendo doing what Nintendo seems to do best is when they don't focus on the cutting edge of technology and they just mm-hmm. focus on a couple of uh, um, uh, things like the Wii motion controls. Right. They always have something to bring people in and, and get invested uh on, on the, their more successful systems. Yeah. I think Nintendo's been good at, at tapping into the inner child and everyone. Have you and heard about that's, Labo? That's what they do, but I have heard. I haven't read so too much about it. I wish I was a child right now, so like that kind of thing sounds yeah. so magical to be able to... Uh, do you know what Labo yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. so you fold up these cardboard... Uh, you, you buy... Like, like it's, it's 70 bucks for the assortment set, and you build... These little toys that you put the uh, Switch uh, uh, Joy-Con into or the screen into, and because of the different uh, technologies that the Switch has, uh, the little you can have this little creature roam around because of the two jo- Joy-Cons having the rumbles go at different times, mm. and it looks like it's it's kind of reminds me of the cell phone dances that and people. So I think you through, control yeah. that with with the screen, and then there's one uh, uh, you build a piano that works. And yes. it's just, it's mind-blowing. And how it works is that you put the Joy-Con in the back of the device, and there is an IR sensor, uh, a camera, that's that's reading uh, your key press, mm-hmm. so it knows. But there's something so incredible about uh, having that response from a cheap piece of cardboard, you know? Uh, and it's not for me. Like, none of this... <laughs> Is anything that I would ever spend seventy dollars for that, or they have the the robot one, which is eighty dollars, and that's just insane. You have a silly backpack with strings, and you're punching. They make a fishing pole. Yeah, Uh, they got the fishing pole. They got a lot of really interesting things. uh, That if if I had a kid, man, I'd be all over that. You know, or if I was a kid, that would be like the most amazing thing. But it's kind of cool. It's them again trying to bring back. Actual interaction, yeah. not just button pressing, and yeah, that's what they've always thing. been good at. Yeah, we were talking. My dad and I were actually talking about. Uh, he said he's noticed that he's seen a lot of people, like young people, playing board games again. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, every he's like every party that we have at like because he he's a member there at the uh, Moose Lodge, mm-hmm. and so they'll have people come in and do parties and everything like that, and then people come in and they'll have little events. And he says, there's a lot of people playing, like, card games and, and uh, board games again. He mm-hmm. said, uh, is that a thing that's been going on? I said, yeah, I think what it is is that, um, and, and it's a thing, a philosophy that I think I take into life in general is things kind of balance out over time. So, whereas you went to a sort of uh, a place where people were being social more on the internet and less face-to-face, I think eventually you start to feel like, I want to be around people. Mm-hmm. I want to do something to talk to real people. Like you and I, Dan, had talked about yeah. like real human connection uh, has kind of been lacking in in our society overall. And I think we're <coughs> going to start seeing things kind of balance out where they integrate technology into one-on-one interactions with real people again and and that's what i think like the board games are a symptom of is getting back to there's not any it's it's cool to be able to play games online with your friends and everything but there's something about just getting a bunch of people together and sitting around a table and having a good time mm-hmm. and you know you know, maybe you're having food maybe you're having a drink whatever but you're doing it with other people um and so I think it's it's kind of cool that like you are seeing 
growth in that board game industry again. The resurgence, yeah. Yeah, you know, Cards Against Humanity is real mm-hmm. popular. Uh, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people playing Yahtzee again, which is like mm-hmm. the oldest game in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, and it's still like, so I think it's, there's hope. There's hope. Yeah. We're going to get there. We're going so to get people, back to the physical, uh, you know, and even with uh, some of the digital party games, they kind of uh, play off those, like the Jack's Party Pack games. Yeah. Where, uh, you don't need controllers. Everyone just pulls out their smart device, and right. they can play along with their phone with what's happening on the TV. And that's uh, uh, an interesting... Uh, like, they, they have uh, plays on, on, on things like Cards Against Humanity and uh, 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 Pictionary, you know, Drawful, and, right. and, and Quiplash, and that kind of stuff uh, that... Uh, I think that that's a fun way to to incorporate technology into something that's much like the analog versions, but just has that extra entertainment element. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's gonna be be more things like that are gonna be mm-hmm. more uh, prevalent here soon. That I think you're gonna see more of that on the on the main consoles too. I know they have uh, they have like the Jacks Pack for. For the PlayStation and the Xbox, it's on just about everything. It's even yeah. on Roku. Yeah, I, it, you don't need it, it, it. It can run on a potato. It doesn't need right. a lot of processing power to play these Jax. games because it's you don't know Jack. That yeah, was that, that yeah. was their yeah. original the game. One, yeah. uh, that was on PlayStation One. You know, you, oh, it was on 3DO. Was, oh yeah, it was on well, Deep Sure it was, but yeah, uh, but yeah. it was it was a disc version. So you know they. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy to play You Don't Know Jack now because uh, uh, there are always current questions right. <laughs> because it's all it's connected to the internet. Uh, the old game, obviously, was a disc version uh, that is just kind of a time capsule of that moment in time. Right. You know? And eventually you'd see all the questions, so mm-hmm. then you would know the answers. Yeah. So you're playing with your friends, and yeah, you'd be like, oh, I'm just the smartest man. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. I, I just memorized everything. But, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's going to uh, to to start coming around. You're going to see more more games like that because mm-hmm. I think there is a uh, a desire for for real human interaction that mm-hmm. uh, people. I think there's a little sense of nostalgia for uh, amongst people who maybe a lot of them don't even really remember it because they were too young mm-hmm. when that world existed. Yeah, and uh, I but I think it's remember. Out playing cops and robbers man that's not something that yeah that's not something and it was it was a badass version of cops and robbers. It was about eight of us it was about eight of us and it would lay yeah, specific out specific rules <laughs> <laughs> but there was there was the block where i lived on right uh-huh. there was this t looking alley that ran through the middle of the block okay so one side to the other and then down the middle and it just it made it so it was the perfect arena to play cops and robbers and we would be playing for Two three hours till sunset, you know, and people were hiding on roofs and in trees. Like it was, it was that. And I don't think any kids nowadays really will ever play that in the same way. Well, not like, understand yeah. the, the, the 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 thrill of being chased. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna be found out. Like you know. Yeah, I mean, probably it's, hide and seek is probably the closest thing anybody's yeah. doing to that now. And and in the uh, people are so paranoid. Excuse me about their kids too. Like mm-hmm. they won't let them go. Oh, yeah. like around the corner That's true. and yeah. things like that because you you know like I remember having a bike such a fear based society that yeah. it's like that it's like well I can't let my kid out of my sight what if he gets hurt what if somebody snatches him it's like those are things that could happen but you also have to like let somebody develop 
I think that the fact that everybody is so sheltered and everything is a big part of why there's not that human contact because you start I think out develop as a is a word that needs a lot more emphasis. Yeah. You start out as a kid with like, uh, you know, like you said, running around with your friends playing mm-hmm. cops and robbers or like, you know, you know, when me and my friends, we used to get together and play with action figures or, mm-hmm. you know, or we'd play Power Rangers and Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles or whatever the popular cartoon was at the time and, and run around and just pretend. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like scheduled play days and like, oh, I got to vet all these people and make sure everything. It's just like, yeah, the kids in the neighborhood and we'd go around the corner and, you know, yeah. we'd go, you know, walk up to the schoolyard and, you know, play at the school on the weekends, you know, like run around on the track and stuff. And you don't see a lot of that anymore. You see a lot of kids like very controlled, supervised like activities. And I'm like, you got like I think that's that develop like that develops people who aren't who are afraid they're to go dependent. out and just talk to people they're, and they they, mm-hmm. they uh, yeah they're they're too dependent on uh, their home life yeah and uh, uh, when you get released into the wild do you <laughs> yeah you don't know what to do yeah and and it's like I see a lot of people like who are afraid uh, to just go up and talk to somebody mm. whereas. I think, like, when we were growing up, that was sort of a thing you did. You just walked up, you found some kid at the <laughs> playground who was wearing a shirt that looked like yours or whatever. You'd be like, hey, man, I like your shirt. They had let's a go, TMNT shirt. You had a TMNT shirt, and now yeah. you had a conversation about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you like Ninja Turtles, too? Oh, great. You know, and then you just, and now you made, like, a friend. Yeah. Even if it's just for that, like, mm-hmm. hour you're at the park or whatever. It's like, maybe I'll never see this person again. It's but, funny you point that out. You actually made friends based on things you liked. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just like, okay, I guess we're going to be friends because, you know, so-and-so or like, we're, you know, like it was, yeah. it was based on very legit, cool, you think this is dope? I think this is dope. We're probably going to get along. Right. It's like, and that was sort of a thing. And now it's like, you still have that to an extent, I think, especially with kids, uh, you know, and, and there's times where I wish I could be more like a kid in that respect of just mm-hmm. walk up to somebody and be mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, you're wearing a Star Wars shirt. I like Star Wars. Let's talk. Mm, yeah. But as an adult, like... like <laughs> It's it, tough it to meet people. Weird. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's yeah. like when I, I, I moved out here uh, uh, just a little over a year ago, it took a while to to like make a group of friends. Is yeah. uh, uh, I I just I get out of the house, I I'd go do karaoke because that's the only thing I, I enjoy doing anyways. Uh, and eventually, I made friends that way. But it, it, I wasn't so extroverted where I'd go up to people and be like, "Hey, I'm new in town. Let's right. hang out." You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took a while to actually uh, to make friends out here because of that. Yeah, and it's a it's a weird thing too because on the one hand, like I wish I could do that. Yeah. On the other hand, if when somebody does come up to you and like, "Hey, I'm new in town. We're we're going to be friends and stuff," you're just like, "Get away!" From like, like, what's wrong with you? Like, that's not how things are done. Like, you've got to you've got to start showing up. Yeah. To maybe randomly stumble onto something that we yeah. both like, and then I'm just going to be like, "Oh." That's it. He's an okay guy. And then eventually, you know, over months, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe we can hang out one time and see how it goes. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, there's like all these like levels so you have to go through. So you have to test the waters for a while first. And yeah. See. Make sure this person's not crazy. Yeah. Run their DMV report. Yeah. yeah. Good. Make sure I run them through Criminal Google. record. Yeah, Google. Yeah. It's like, I Googled you. I found some stuff. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's on the internet. It must be true. I'm not going to give yeah. you a chance. I'm not going to give you a chance to defend yourself. 
But it's uh, yeah, it's weird how how as we get older that happens. But and that, but also I think a lot of it is because of right now where we exist as a society too. You're afraid of saying anything because you don't want to offend anybody, and uh, you know you don't want to. Uh, like even if you're what you're saying is complimentary, if you're like, oh hey, I, you like Star Wars, I like Star Wars too. They're like, get, get away from me, creep. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, but we have the same interests. Like why? Like when we were, if I was a kid, if yeah. you were, if we were both kids, and I came up and was like, hey, you like Star Wars, you know, awesome. We, we'd hang out. Why can't that happen <laughs> as an adult? Uh, but but like I said, but if somebody came up to me and like, hey man, you wearing a Star Wars hat? I like Star Wars too. Let's be friends. I'd be like. <laughs> I got enough friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like I like Star Wars. You, you, you like Star Wars? Great. Thumbs up. High five. Let's yeah. go. Go away. Yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> millions upon millions of people. Yeah. Good for you. It's like it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not cool. You're anymore, not. Dude. You're not very unique yeah. for liking Star Wars in this day. It's funny what you say. I mean, I lived in this area, mm. but I, I generally, I think, I also have trouble uh, making friends. Mm. Uh, and, and some people, I think, might not get it a lot of people have, have been told friends and stuff when we're out and about you seem very social like everyone knows you like everyone knows me but it doesn't mean that they know me right it doesn't mean that they know my person it means they know who i am when i'm out and about right you know i can't I mean, what it really means is they've seen you yeah. you've seen me exactly yeah. Yeah. but that's the thing you know you're talking about social media and and i pulled away i'm not i'm no longer on facebook i think it's been over a year now, maybe I don't know. It's, it's been a, it's been a long time, and this one, I, this time, I think it's actually definite. But it started to also I realized it started to also skew the way we perceive certain words in our language. Yeah. Uh, for example, <clears throat> I had a list of four six hundred friends, however many there were on there, right? Friends, friends, yeah. not contacts, mm-hmm. friends. Because that's the language I use. <laughs> to quote you. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, are they really friends? No, they're not. They're yeah. acquaintances, and people now get offended by you know you say, oh, you know this person, oh, that's an acquaintance, and if you don't use the word friend, it's like, oh, right, the fuck, you, you're putting me at a distance. Like, no, it's 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 what the word. I means. mean, there's there's science behind the the idea that I think you can't really <clears throat> have more than two hundred close friends. Right. Everything yeah. beyond that is just ancillary. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, there are they are people that you might remember their names, you might know a few facts about them. But you don't really care that much, right. you know. No. Yeah. Uh, like if you were to lose contact with them tomorrow, you might not even realize it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. might completely yeah. forget them, uh, and that's just limitations of being a human being. You know, we, we uh-huh. can only have so many friends. So, yeah. but ever since then, my my group has gotten you know since I quit that, my group's gotten smaller. Mm-hmm. But kind of tying back to what you said about the kids meeting up. Um, you know, every every Friday at four, we're gonna meet at the park, and you know, this is what we can do. We're gonna play tag, we're gonna play whatever. This is and that. It condensed it to to it distilled the group down to the only ones that wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that effect, and I had read several articles about it, and and and, and it worked. You know, when I when I closed off Facebook, it was uh, it, here's 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 a very fucked up part. When I closed down the account. How this is this illustrates how far ingrained it was into into my brain. I would reach for my phone and let's say I had to go search Google for DMV something whatever. I would open up a web page and I would start typing out www.facebook.com mm-hmm. until I caught myself like, whoa, that is that's fucking scary. And that happened for for weeks after I I shut down my account. 
Yeah. Now, after I shut down, after I was already here, it, it took a, a few months, but then I started realizing, you know, like, yeah, I'm quiet, and people would ask me, what are you doing? Why are you off Facebook? Are you coming back? When are you coming It wasn't even, when are you, wh- coming? When are you coming back? Like, <laughs> like yeah. no, nah, man, I weaned myself off the drug. I'm good for now. Yeah. But now, my time has been condensed to to the people that want to hang out. Mm-hmm. And when it's when they're there, it's mm-hmm. a very genuine interaction. It's a very sincere interaction. It's no longer where you're hanging out because I think we have to, or you know, mm-hmm. because we know each other on Social the internet. Social obligation, right. yeah. No, mm-hmm. no. I, like I got tired of those constructs. Mm-hmm. I just like I'm gonna hang out with the people that want to hang out, the people mm-hmm. that want to sit down, and that's why I enjoy you guys' company. That's why I sit down with you, and you know, we'll be up late watching stuff and, mm-hmm. and talking. And, like I like intellectual discourse. I like being able to use what's inside my head right you know um and i just wasn't being engaged for a long time no it's it's you it's know, really like, not there's but society is coming around it is that's that's why i say like, like everything will balance out that's whenever yeah. anybody's like oh well this and this is happening this in politics and this and this and i'm like it all balances out over time guys. Mm-hmm. like you know whenever something happens in the world and and uh you know like in this case, like the internet, you know, it's like a new toy and we had it and we, and we started playing with it and everything like that. And eventually that just becomes a thing that you have. It's no longer the new thing and it's becomes part of the the society and it gets assimilated in and we figure out how it fits. And that thing we thought was, but so it was really just, we find all the inconveniences in that thing. Right. But it's yeah. disruptive initially, and yeah. so it and so it seems like it, oh, it's never going back. But it will. Everything does. Like if you go back over the course of history, you know, things change, but they don't really change. Sure. You know, basic human human nature always comes back to Thru- the same. Throughout themes. the generations, you know, people have complained. Uh, this generation is about how. The damn kids won't get off their damn cell phones. Right. But the last generation, it was the damn kids won't stop watching the damn TV and go outside. <laughs> right. And before that, it's the damn kids won't stop listening to the damn radio. And the damn kids won't stop reading books. They need to go out and make friends. You know, it's just, it's it's different uh, uh, technologically, but the message never really changes, you know. Yeah. But isn't it kind of a dark observation what you're mm. pointing out? Yeah, that we go further and further into the rabbit hole, and it's like, oh, it's getting worse. There's it, there is a, a step worse than this. There is something worse than the radio, which is the TV. There is something worse than the TV. There's the internet. There's something worse than the internet. Having the internet in your pocket, yeah, mm-hmm. having accessibility to contact anyone anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to be in your brain, you know. Yeah, yeah. Damn kids won't <laughs> stop using their brain chips. <laughs> which, which you know, like this thing is a part of me is like, ah, I don't want it, but the other part of me says. The the thing I like the most about the Matrix is when they jack in and he learns everything. <laughs> I know Kung Fu. He knows Kung Fu. He knows I'll come back to Facebook when I can jack in, all right? Yeah. He can fly a helicopter. It's like, oh, I need to speak another language. Oh, okay. I'm going to flutter my eyes for a second. Now I can speak Spanish. You know, that to me is like, oh, brilliant. Like, let's do that. Like, why wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know that there's, somebody's going to figure out a way to make it bad. Yeah, they're going to find a way. It's like Futurama where they're out. having uh, advertisements for, for boxer briefs in, in or, or the uh, Lightspeed Underwear, I think is what it was called. And Fry's having this dream about it, and he wakes up, and he tells everyone about this dream. And they say, uh, uh, everyone says, well, yeah, Fry, they, they serve advertisements to your brain while you're sleeping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what dreams are. What do you mean? <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> 
that's the yeah that's that's where it's gonna happen it's like you're gonna plug in it's like oh i want to learn spanish but first you're gonna have to have directly being in your brain like you know budweiser beer commercial yeah. is gonna pop in there first and then you're gonna come out and yeah. Well, I, I know Spanish, but I'm really first thing I want to do. Order a I say face uh, <laughs> an American one, though. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to hate. <laughs> I, want a, I want an American beer made by a Belgian company. <laughs> the uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like that was always my favorite part of, of that movie, and so I was like, yeah, plug in. But the the thing about friends, like you were saying about how there's a you only have room for so many. Mm-hmm. In your in your brain, it happened to me just the other day. Uh, somebody messaged me on Facebook who I haven't talked to in like three four years, mm-hmm. and uh, and I recognize her face, I recognize her name. I can't for the life of me figure out where I know her from because mm-hmm. I haven't seen her in three four years yeah. in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meet a lot of people. Yeah, I do. And, I mean, especially with in, your job, in my job, yeah. and, and before working at Trader Joe's, I'd see people mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so. But I'm like searching my brain. I'm like, well, yeah, I don't know her from the bar. She doesn't drink. I don't know her from Trader Joe's. She didn't work there. Like, we have mutual friends, but we have so many mutual mm. friends. And I'm like, I don't know who I know you through. Uh, so, I, like, I was just like, she's like, hey, man, how's it going? I was like, good. How's things with you? And it's a real, like... So surface it's, level. It's that feeling out like eventually you'll say something that mm-hmm. triggers my yeah. my memory and then yeah. I'll hope mm-hmm. uh, hopefully that happens before yeah. you realize I don't remember you. <laughs> like, Still doing that thing that you do? Yeah, it's like, you know, that's the other thing. That's the thing with Facebook too. You look yeah. and you see like where do they work? You know, what what kind of music are they into? How do I know this person? And then it's all outdated because nobody updates their profile. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't like, do it very often. Yeah, so it's like, oh well, well, it says you work at a place that hasn't been open for four years, <laughs> so it's not that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember there was somebody in my Facebook uh, a friends list. I don't remember, uh, but I knew them in Santa Barbara, and now they live out here in Monterey. But I don't remember them. Like they, they came, it, it said that they checked into a place close by, and I was like, who is this person? Wait, I've been French with them for six years on Facebook? What? Yeah, you're right. So it's that's it, like Dan was saying, friends. You yeah, know? it's like it's like, are we friends if I don't no. remember who the hell you are? No, the words, yeah. the, the definition of the word doesn't change, but it's how it's being used, how mm, it's being yeah. pushed, how it's being accepted and used mm. that starts to skew so, your the um, lingo of a corporation. Exactly. Uh, it's like when I I, I worked at Target, uh, they don't have. Uh, uh, shoppers or customers, they are guests. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and I've never invited a single one of those in when I worked at Target. Yeah. You know, they, they are not my guests. I don't know whose guests they are. Well, it's like, at Trader Joe's, they're not uh, they're not managers. They're mm-hmm. captains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're captains. They're they're mates. Jesus. Yeah. So it's so, a nautical theme. Yeah. Here's another one where I used to work at before. We we're trying to boost morale. Uh-huh. So uh, we're in the restaurant industry. So we have you know bussers, servers, whatever. So it's been an old thing to call a server a captain. Right. Um, but we we're trying to help morale, and we changed it from busser to uh, dining room attendant. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make the title sound yeah artificially more important. Yeah. <laughs> For those that catch on to it, you're like, hey, you know, I'm pretty sure it's, like, uh, 
The difference, you know, like, it's the I difference between mean, it's like steward, stewardess, and flight attendant, right? Yeah, it's the but same it thing. works. Yeah. But it works. On the yeah, majority yeah. of the population, yeah. it will a bunch work. Of people, you know, be like, oh, they will no, actually no. respect a human being. It's crazy. <laughs> right. It's the same position. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I used to be a third key mm-hmm. at uh, at Suncoast, and then, but if I was talking about my position to anybody, uh, I would. I was the floor manager. Mm. Which doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like, we're all, like, anybody who's in management and is working on the sales floor is a floor manager. Mm-hmm. But, and it's not a real position. Mm-hmm. Like, it, if I key in, it says third key is what it says in the computer. But they told us to tell people, they're like, people don't understand what third key means. Just tell them. It's, it's like, well, we have a manager, we have assistant manager, <laughs> yeah. and then we have me. Yeah. I'm the third guy on the totem pole. I have a key to the store. Mm-hmm. It's third key. But... They don't understand, so they say, "Who's the manager?" And if you say, "I'm the third key," they're like, oh, "What's that mean?" That's, so I said, "No, I'm the that's floor, not, I'm the that's floor not manager." That's not actual nice language. Yeah. What are yeah. you doing? It's like, I'm the, I'm the floor manager. How, yeah. how are you doing? And it's like, "Oh, you're the floor manager. You're the manager." Well, I'm the floor manager. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's all little things like that. It's the shop talk that you 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 don't talk to the uh, the uh, the public. Uh, facing face with the same language. Uh, there was, I saw a, a, a thing on Reddit where uh, there was this uh, Twitch stream group, and uh, this girl on it accidentally called the subscribers the money, because that's what they call it <laughs> right. when they're not on camera. Right. They call the people who subscribe the money because that's how they make money. Whenever somebody subscribes, they get five dollars, so they're the money. But it sounds just so horrible when you actually say it yeah, to like, the public. Oh, it's like, who are you talking to? Oh, the marks. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> the customers. Uh, I, I mean, the, the guests. Uh, when I worked at Best Buy, we had terminology for different types of clients, uh, uh, our, 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 our customers, guests, what, what do you, whatever you want to call right. them that would come in. Uh, uh, but we had these people called Barry's, and Barry was a very rich guy. Who didn't care the details of the TV he was buying? He just wanted to buy the best one. Mm-hmm. So you would always give him the best one. You would upsell him on the cables, and you would upsell him on the the sound system. And so that was Barry. And Barry, uh, uh, his wife's name is Jill. So we had Barrys that come in, and and you'd have uh, uh, managers come up and say, "Hey, Barry just came in the door. You know, get over there and 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 uh, uh, sell them." Uh, it's just garbage language. It's yeah. horrible. <laughs> Well, and then of course in corporations, you've always got like your uh, your sales handbook that tells mm-hmm. you how to approach customers. It's in a way that no human being <laughs> yeah. would ever approach another human being. And yeah. I remember, uh, I think Dave, I've told this story to you before, but but you've never heard this sound thing. The uh, so at GameStop, they had this whole scandal because somebody uh, posted the manual online, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and they ended up finding him and firing him and prosecuting him and all this stuff. But, but the manual, I remember like the, when we first got it, it says, uh, so you want to engage the customer, make sure you greet them as soon as they enter the store, which I'm like, okay, I guess that's fine. You know, like, but even that sometimes it's hard to it, make that the natural. minute I walk in, like, I don't want the first thing that happens to be somebody jumping out at me being like, be like, Hey, how you doing? Can I help yeah. you? It's like, let me walk in. Let me, you know, Chill. Like, just give me. I a know second. the layout of your store. Yeah. Uh, let me just see. Particularly in like a small store. It's a, it's a tiny <laughs> store. You got the PlayStation over there. You it's got the Xbox target. over there. Yeah. 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 If I can see all four walls, you know, when I'm probably going to be able to find the controller yeah, I'm looking for. Out. <laughs> and uh, so, so it's like greet them immediately. 
and then uh, it says make uh, make a make a personal connection. For example, look at their like look at their uh, their shopping bags from other stores. Say like, oh, you went to so and so. Any good sales going on over there? You know, small talk. Yeah, like, and so I was like, so, so if somebody walks in, like, it's like a, a mom with her son. Mm. She's been doing some shopping. She's gonna buy him a game to shut him up. Oh, you went to Victoria's Secret today? Any good sales <laughs> going on over there? How about? Oh, I, I see. You also went to Bath and Body Works. Like, I I've been looking for a new facial scrub. You know, how can I? You know, what, they got anything good over there? Got any deals? Can I, I like, just buy Assassin's there. Creed, please? Yeah, it's, like, it's like they don't work at that other store. I'm not going to ask them what the sales are. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, somebody's got a, a sports team hat on. Ask them what the score of the game is right now. I'm like, if they're at the mall, they don't know. They're not watching the game. Like, <laughs> this is before smartphones. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and if I want to know, I'll look it up on my phone. I don't need to ask this dude. Like, so they were all little things like that and they were all really like and then they had other ones where they were like really personal questions like hey so what do you what do you think about what's going on in the Middle East or something like we were like why the hell would you ask somebody this like you're not going to get into a, a, a political discussion or a topical or current and you overshoot at that point you yeah. just know it feels insincere it's yeah. like, it just feels forced and weird and yeah it's like yeah. you know my approach was always <laughs> let them walk in you, know, you say, treat say them hello. like a human being. Be like, you know? like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And then, you know, go about my business and then give them a second and then go up to them and say, mm-hmm. like, hey, is there yeah, anything in particular you're looking for? Or, oh, no, I'm just looking around. Okay, yeah, I'll be over there if you need me. You know what? People mm-hmm. respond to that. Mm-hmm. People don't respond to, like, we need to use this terminology and let's immediately try to shove a product in their face. Mm-hmm. Hey, just so you know, we're having this sale. Yeah, I saw the big banner on the wall. <laughs> Pre-orders, pre-orders, yeah. pre-orders. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, you're buying, you're buying 16 games today. You want to spend a little more money and buy some stuff that you're not going to get for six months? Come on, sign up now. <laughs> the like, GameStop pre-order thing is just so insane. Just the the idea that you go there, you you put down. I think it's like you put down five dollars mm-hmm. to. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's still this way, but it was like ten years ago uh, when. I realized you could pre-order on Amazon, and that made a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll Why would I wait? So, so I can come here at midnight instead of sleeping. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> so I can come here twice, you know, to buy one thing. Here's an old name: Electronics Boutique. Yeah, yep. that's where software, etc. <laughs> EB, software, etc. Software, etc. Yeah, yeah that, everything that's, became GameStop. <laughs> yeah, the, there's all those. Uh, that's that's another thing that that I think about sometimes too is all the places that were around when we were kids mm-hmm. that no longer exist like big companies that you thought were never going anywhere. Circuit City. Yes. Well, well that's coming back. Yeah, <laughs> but, things happen. Uh, but uh, I, like you look at AT and T and and Pacific Bell and their really bizarre history as, as companies mm-hmm. as separate companies. And then becoming the same company, and then splitting up, and then becoming the same company again. You had Singular Wireless for a bit there. Yeah. That AT&T was absorbed singular. by AT and T. But I'm pretty sure the parent company wasn't the original. It's very confusing right. when you look at some of this history. Atari is a name, mm-hmm. like it, it's a company that exists that puts out shovelware products. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's because somebody bought the name of the company to continue putting out. Atari games, mm. uh, but it's not the company it was. No, it's it's 
it's just a it's just a brand name mm-hmm. at this point, and that's the thing that they do with movies now too. Mm-hmm. Is like, well, I'm gonna make a movie. Uh, I'll call it this because that's got a brand name. Mm-hmm. Like we talked earlier about mm-hmm. Battleship. It's like I want to make an alien invasion movie on ships out in the ocean. Well, what do I want to call it? What's well, already out there that can latch you know, onto? Battleship has ships. <laughs> Yeah. They can never yeah, sell They can never sell Doki Doki Panic in the States, so they called it Super Mario Brothers Two. Yeah. And and just, and just reskin the sprites yeah. uh with Mario, even though it's nothing at all like any of the other Mario games. Right. Uh, it's my favorite of the Mario. I mean, dude, I fucking love that game. But it has nothing to do with Mario One or Three. Uh yeah. like the style of game. They finally bought the Shy Guy into Canon Mario, mm-hmm. but most of the things are just Sorry, spoilers for Super Mario Brothers 2, but it was all a dream. dream. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man, I I loved that game, but yeah, the mechanics are just nothing at all like Mario Brothers. Uh, Mario 2? Yeah, Super Mario 2, where you pull up the radishes and throw them at at enemies, and you can ride on the enemies, Mm -hmm. and then... And uh, I always used to play as as uh, the princess because mm-hmm. she could basically fly. Yeah, you know, it made it the the floating Luigi's yeah. weird jumping through water feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I always, mean, there's some things there that uh, you know, uh, like Luigi was a lot taller than Mario, and I think that kind of became canon. Yeah. you know, like he's he's the taller, lankier one. Mm-hmm. He he was he was just a sprite color change right. in the original Mario Brothers. Uh, so they they added more characterization. But also, that game in Japan did not come out as Super Mario Brothers. They had a Super Mario Brothers 2 that eventually became the Lost Levels out here, mm-hmm. uh, part of the Super Mario Brothers All-Star pack mm-hmm. that was released for SNES. Uh, and uh, that game, you want to talk about brutal platformers from the 80s? That one was so horrible. They had a uh, poison mushroom. Like, you see it the first time, Blood. and you think it's just a mushroom, and then you hit it, and you're fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it looks the same, but it's purple, and that one murders you. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was one of those ones. I remember when it was like the lost levels. I was like, they could have stayed lost. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, the arcade version of Super Mario Brothers was difficult enough as it was, mm. as they had to make sure that people were putting in quarters and people had, uh, uh, you know, figured out the game at home. So to keep on having them put in quarters, they had little changes to the levels that would catch you off guard, so you would die. Uh, or where there was supposed to be a Goomba, there's now uh, a Koopa Trooper in the little and uh, uh, the uh, one-two level uh, between the two pillars. Oh, so okay. it, you can't really get those coins anymore because if you try to jump down there to get the the coins in that that block, you're gonna have a turtle shell to deal with. Right. So <laughs> just little things <laughs> I do to try to get those yeah. assholes. Yeah. I yeah. recently saw a clip uh, last night. Actually, um, I can't remember the channel. It was on YouTube. It was the seven or eight times, something like that. Seven times, I think, that developers developers punished gamers for cheating. <laughs> and when some of them kind of reminded me a little bit of the old school gaming. But there was one, I didn't play The Witcher. I think it was The Witcher. Uh-huh. Where it said, you if you... Um, yeah. The cowhide? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was stuff. a quick way to get money. And what, what it is, is uh, uh, that was not cheaters, that was people who pirated the game. Oh, so okay. pirates would get this impossible thing that would happen that no one else would see. So, because they don't care if you mod it, like cheating doesn't matter in a single player game. This might be a so. different one. This might be a different one. This one you could actually make money. I guess I didn't play the game again, <clears throat> but you could slaughter cows, 
get the hide, yeah. cash it in, and it was an easy way to build money, I guess, really early on in the oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, but, I remember that one. Yeah, so they built this thing where if you did repeatedly, they'd send in this huge behemoth to just, like, obliterate you. And then once you beat that one, another one would spawn in its place <laughs> like, to deter you from, you know, exploding that part of the game. I've heard about things yeah. like that. There was, uh, I think Ultima Online did something like that where they found somebody was exploiting some glitch or whatever and then they, they patched it and then the, mm-hmm. if you did that same glitch it would do something like that send yeah. just some unbeatable thing with like and it's like and it's got like armor like to the same level and everything so you can't yeah. do any damage and it does like one hit kill <laughs> we <laughs> might be talking about it so I think that might have been listed in the in the game there was a game that was released and they said uh, for the gamers I don't know how this works I don't know how gamers can play games before the oh, release date. Beta testing. It, it wasn't beta testing, but they said before the day when it's released, they played it uh, somehow. I, I don't know if they unlocked the, the files. Well, I don't what, know what, what they did. What could have happened was that it might have leaked from... Uh, the publishers give out review codes uh, to Them. Uh, to reviewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah. uh, a lot of times pre-release, like two to three weeks in advance. Okay. So that's how advanced copies get out there. So they said when someone would try to play it, and mm-hmm. they, they went into the, the first level mm-hmm. uh, as, a, as, a, as a feature to foil them wanted to play the game earlier than the day that it's supposed to be released so what happened was they'd go in and then some guy would come in level 999 with right. all the stats maxed and just like you're done yeah it's like there's <laughs> nothing you can do it's like you walk in it's like I got the sword oh, no, no. <laughs> it's like I don't just know. developers having fun yeah and, and, and uh, the, the things they'll do for pirated versions of games where they'll, they'll put an eye patch on the main character <laughs> just as a little nod being like we know we know you pirated it like, yeah we got it yeah that's a that's the thing like what what do you guys think about piracy by the way as far as the uh, the the arguments uh, for and against there like because there's some people who who are adamantly against it. They say it's basically you know it's tantamount to, to stealing. Like you're taking money you out of steal a car. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like you wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a movie. I was like, well, the difference is, <laughs> what's a physical thing that yeah. costs thousands of dollars to manufacture two hours and then bring it back? Yeah, <laughs> like my thing is. It, most of the things that I would pirate would be things that I w- had no intention of buying. It's yeah. like. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's sixty dollars for the, for this game. I'm not really that interested mm-hmm. in it or whatever. But like, I'll download it for free. I, you know? and then I still probably won't. That play it. that I, yeah. I used to be that way, you know, before Steam. Yeah. But because of the convenience, and and to me, I think that's a big uh, factor uh, in terms of piracy is that piracy goes down when the convenience outweighs. Uh, if it's right. more convenient to get it through legal means and. You know, they, they have things so dirt cheap all the time on Steam anyways, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so you can get on there and get a game for 70% off at $4.99. Uh, and you don't have to worry about dealing with WinRAR and, and you know, making <laughs> sure the, the uh, key, hopefully the key, the key generator works properly. Right. All that stuff I doesn't see. matter anymore. Like, no one ever tries to pirate. They probably, uh, Creative Suite used to be massively pirated, Adobe's mm. uh, Creative Suite. Mm. Uh, but since they added a subscription service that charges you 30 bucks a month, people were like, well, it's just 30 bucks, you know? Instead that's, of it being $700 a product yeah, at one time. Me, but, yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but in, in, in a field like mine, well, yeah. you know, that, that convenience... 
just outweighs trying to go through the loopholes of trying to pirate something. Right. When it's something that I believe in, when it's an artist uh, or something that I believe in, I have no problem going, look, you earned this money. Yeah. Like, you put out a quality product. Mm. doesn't matter if it's music. doesn't matter if it's, uh, it's a movie. Like, my sister, mm. the other day, I, I purchased um, It right. uh, on, on my Kindle, and... She's like, why? Why are you just go buy the book or go or access it here or something? I was like, no, because I believe in, in his work. I, I appreciate what he does. I've always liked his books, and I think he he's earned this for me. Right. So here, you know, it shouldn't be automatic. It should, it should be on merit, and, yeah, and that's exactly. something that's not uh, gauged. That's something that's not measured nowadays. How many movies are utter crap? Right. How many games are utter crap? Yeah. I don't want to pay 50, 60 bucks to sit down and realize the controls are horrible, that it's not enjoyable. Like right. that's, that's my money that I earned. You, sh- you should earn this from me. Mm. Yeah. You and know? that's always my, my thing, too, is that I feel like the uh, there, there's a little combination of both those things. One is that, yeah, if somebody does something that I really like, like there's a game uh, that, that I play. It's a pro wrestling uh, simulator where you, like, you control everything like you run the business. Mm-hmm. Like you book, you book the matches, you book the the venues. You you know you hire people, you mm-hmm. fire people, you discipline people, all that sort of stuff. And it it's used to be freeware, thing. and then uh, they uh, the new version of it is much more advanced. It has graphic, you know, like you can put pictures in now and all this other stuff. Um, so initially, I pirated it because I was like, well. It was always free. I don't want to pay $35 for this. Mm. But over the time of playing it, I realized, like, I'm enjoying this game, and I've put in, like, hours into this now. Obviously, like, it's a good game. So I went and bought a legitimate copy. Even though I already had a copy on yeah. the computer, I just bought a legit copy. Mm. And I gave him the 35 bucks because I was like, you put in work, Spend. man. Yeah. You know? Um, so to me, like, and especially with art, I feel like art... Because it's so subjective, and it is so... I, I get that a lot of work goes into producing a song, for example, like if mm-hmm. we're talking about music. And like I get these guys saying, we put in hours and hours, and we recorded, and we toured, and we did all this, and there's a producer who had to come in, and he did all the mixing and the levels. And I, yeah, I'm very familiar with all the work that goes into editing and, and cutting and all that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, it's art. And if... I pay you for art that doesn't move me in some way. Like, I'm not getting my end of that. Like, mm-hmm. I get that you put in work, but it wasn't what I wanted. So to, to say, like, well, you got to purchase this sight unseen. And, like, it's not the same thing as, like, if somebody, if I buy a car, first off, I can test drive that car. Not a little bit of mm-hmm. that car. Like the demos seconds. hardly even happen anymore, and like uh, for for most games, yeah. you used to get demos. You used to get shareware. Uh, yeah, shareware. And, uh, that kind of stuff is not usually an option anymore. So it's either you have to just blind purchase it. And so to me, like that whole, it, like you said, they used to do demos. Like I remember mm-hmm. playing the first, like the just the first part of Metal Gear Solid 2 mm-hmm. they put out as a demo yeah. with a different game. I forget what game it was, but it was like, oh, okay, well, you bought this game, and mm-hmm. then as a bonus, you also got, like, the first 20 minutes of Metal yeah. Gear. And then that made you excited for Metal Gear, and now you know what that game's going to be. Yeah. You don't see things like that, you know? that That's so rare to find. Uh, uh, now they have just 
you'll have to buy in for early access to a game so that the developers can figure it out while you're funding them, basically. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's the other thing. It's like they turn out unfinished products <clears throat> to, and then say, like, oh, well, we're, we'll patch that later. It's <clears throat> like, well, why didn't you patch it before, you, before I spent $60 That used to not be an option, on. you know? Yeah. Uh, I remember when the, the first patch came out. I forgot. I forget what game it was. Um, might have been for... It happened on the Wii, I think. I think I hated it when it happened on the Wii because Nintendo was always pretty good on everything was solid mm-hmm, when it yeah. came out. And when I first started seeing or hearing the ideas of patches, mm. I thought, "Oh, that's it! Like, like the yeah. console, console like, system has gone is, gold." Is right. just a bullshit term now for. <laughs> well, it went to the final presses, final match. It, it, yeah. it passed. <laughs> like there, there are uh, uh, certification <laughs> processes with Sony and Microsoft and, and Nintendo. They all have certification processes. It has to. Run it has to be playable. Mm. Uh, even if there are game breaking bugs, uh, they can patch those out with a day one patch. And sometimes those day one patches are as large as the disc as the itself. Right. Uh, so why did you buy this physical version? Yeah. Like people buy the physical version so that they don't have to download because maybe they have limited data and uh, are limited bandwidth. Well, and now they hold back stuff for DLC, whereas mm. DLC originally was like. Okay, so we put out this fun game that you really enjoyed, and we did everything, and then we found a way to also add some other cool stuff later. Yeah. Not quite enough to make like a sequel, mm-hmm. but enough that we were like, "Yeah, we'll throw this out there for you." And, or, you know, and now, you know, or, or it was like an add-on or, yeah. or something like that, like expansion, expansion pack, mm-hmm. or things like that. But now it's like they have the DLC planned out ahead of time. And they're like, yeah, so you, the game comes out in June. In July, we're going to release these four mm-hmm. characters. In August, we're going to release these four characters. You get them all for $20 with a season pass. Yeah, you can get a season pass. And I was like, if you're doing those anyway, why didn't you just put them in the game? Include them. Like, yeah. And so it's I'm buying a $60 game and then spending another 20 to 30 sometimes more. Yeah, it's how they, they to get, get all, you. To get everything. Uh, and so in reality, it's no longer 60 yeah, so now it's like the the worst offender though is things game, like yeah. the uh, the loot boxes and full triple A sixty dollar games like Battlefront mm-hmm. Two mm-hmm. Uh, that had uh, the massive loot crate controversy that perhaps we'll be seeing d- changes to that kind of system in the future. But the the idea of spending full price for a game and then have the core fun of the game be behind these stupid loot crates that are completely random. Uh, and oh hey, you can use money right now. I, I, they disabled that because there's been so much controversy. But uh, the idea that a sixty dollar product is not a full game and it has microtransactions. Yeah. Uh, Activision Blizzard uh, made the majority of their money last year uh, from microtransactions, right. not sales of Call of Duty, but the stupid loot boxes in Call of Duty mm. and 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 in Destiny. You know, uh, so it's it's crazy. Uh, what they're getting, what the companies are getting away with, uh, mm-hmm. uh, they call it games as a service uh, instead of a video game. Right. Uh, and all I want to do is just get in there, enjoy the product that I purchased, yeah. and then move on to a new game. You want to get the full experience. You don't want to yeah. feel like you got gypped. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. always been a thing with me, with them allowing real money into the game. So I was like, okay, well, obviously, that means that there's two tiers. Of this game, there's there's me who's going to play this for free because I already spent sixty dollars on it, and damn it, I'm for not for free, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's free to play. You know, it wasn't free to, to to own, but it's but it's free for me to play it as long as uh, as I want to. 
but there's going to be anything, yeah, anything where it's going to be uh, player versus player, I'm going to have a disadvantage mm-hmm. against somebody who's got the money to drop on this. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. like, oh yeah, so I so I purchased all this extra gear and all these like overpowered weapons and everything. That I was the big controversy pistol, yeah. with uh, with Battlefront was yeah. that uh, you bought you paid your way into getting all this extra stuff, uh, and if you just played the game, yeah, sure, you uh, you do unlock loot crates as you level up. Uh, but the time it would take to get like a, a Luke Skywalker hero, uh, people were putting out the hours, and it was just hundreds of hours to get one stupid character. Right. Uh, but if you spent a uh, hundred dollars on loot crates, you had a good chance of getting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of stuff is just gross. Yeah, and, and that's actually kept me from buying the game. It, yeah, I, I was really excited about Battlefront 2 because I, if nothing else, I get a single player mode. So thank God I could just not have to play against mm-hmm. online people. I could just play against bots. But then I found out that I can't even get all the characters or anything yeah. without spending hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. to get these random loot crates that I might just keep getting duplicates of the same thing. I'm like, why can't I just? And it is a my beautifully, way yeah. it's a beautifully polished product that uh, I, I have uh, Origin access, so I had like the 10 free hours of it mm-hmm. uh, that was three days before the game released and the controversy really started coming out during that time. Uh, but it's just, it's so gorgeous and it sounds amazing. It looks amazing. Uh, it's, although it's a multiplayer game, so unless, you know, you get good, you just die over and over again. Mm. Uh, but it's like the the whole progression system in that game is built around the idea that people are going to be spending money on microtransactions. Right. And that just ruined the game for me. Mm-hmm. I was was so disappointed about that. I just want to know how like how long I have to get to this character. Like mm-hmm. I don't want it to be random. Mm-hmm. Just show me a grid, here's all the characters and we start off Actual with some level progression. nobody cares about. Yeah. It's like here's a stormtrooper without their helmet. You know, here's a stormtrooper with like a red helmet or whatever. And then as you go along, it's like, okay, you know, 10 hours in, you get this guy. 20 hours in, mm-hmm. you get this guy. Hey, you want Luke Skywalker? Well, you got to pay. Yeah. You got to play 500 hours. That's fine. That's fine. At least I know when I get to 500 hours, I'm getting Luke Skywalker. Yes, I know. I'm never going to get to 500 and hours. And it's going to be I mean, fair. Yeah. I didn't spend that much time in Skyrim. So. Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's like I'm maybe never going to get him. But yeah. at the same time, I know that if I do enjoy mm-hmm. the game and I keep playing it over and over over years, yeah. you know, because I go back to the old Battlefront and play it all the time. Yeah. I was like, if I just know that at some point it's going to keep track and say, hey, mm-hmm. guess what? You just hit 500 hours. It, it might not be, at that point, I might not even be trying anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, holy crap, this <laughs> this game just got a whole new lease on life. Yeah. I got Luke Skywalker. I'm going to go around here and start carving shit up with my lightsaber. <laughs> You know? It breathes life into the game too. Yeah, I'm like, just do that. Just you know, if you want to, and then say, hey, you know, you can get a, a boost. Yeah. If you want a microtransaction, here you go. Here's here's your boost. You know, uh, it cuts your you know, it's double experience or whatever. So right. something that doesn't hours, actually give you a, 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 an advantage in terms of being better than the other players because you have the OP rifle. Uh, right. It's uh, it's because uh, that kind of thing is just. A shortcut to getting further uh, in the uh, the game. Yeah, just a little faster. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it cuts your it cuts your time in half. Mm-hmm. So instead of five hundred, now it's two fifty. You get yeah. Luke Skywalker. Hey, that's fine. Yeah, that, I, I got no problem with people unlocking stuff mm-hmm. over time. But you know, <laughs> or saying flat out, like, or for sixty additional dollars, you can unlock everything. So now yeah. you're one hundred twenty dollars into this game. 
which yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> large investment, but large also investment. a lot less than if you were to try to get all this stuff with uh, the loot boxes. With the loot boxes, yeah. I was like, you basically you could sell two copies of this game, mm-hmm. one copy for the price of two. Yeah, just just do that. Is that's not enough? <laughs> that's not enough money for the for EA. No, that's not. It's you not, know? and and that's why they they put microtransactions in AAA sixty dollar products. I mean, and and. If you put out a, a legitimate way where people can pay for things and they know what they're getting and they can try things out, they'll do it. Like, you know, I stopped downloading music a long time mm-hmm. ago because Spotify. Yeah. You know, I'll pay Spotify, you know, 10, 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if they raise it up to 15, I'll still pay it because it's like I get all the music I want. Mm-hmm. And so whenever an artist is like, oh, I'm not putting my stuff on Spotify because I'm not getting all the money from it and everything, I'm like, well, I'm going to download your music. <laughs> like I said, it's the convenience. Uh, if the convenience isn't there, if it's more convenient for you to torrent something than it is to go into Spotify or Apple yeah. Music or yeah. Google Music or Amazon has one as well, you know. And well, that's the other thing. Or I'll just go to another service yeah. where, where, yeah, where you are on there and then say, okay, well, yeah, like Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. Most Anything I can't get on Spotify, I pretty much always get on mm-hmm. Amazon and vice versa so I'm like well I have Prime already it's like having Netflix and Hulu mm-hmm. and sometimes a show will be leaving like Futurama left Netflix and then within two weeks it was on Hulu, it's on Hulu so yeah. so long as you have those two you're probably covered right you know? and so it's just like you know if you give me a legal option that's that's you know fair to <clears throat> to all parties involved here I'm down, but if you try to screw me over, like yeah, I'm, I'm not going to have any compunction about yeah. <laughs> being like yeah, I'll just download, I'll just download EA stuff because mm-hmm. why would I want to give them money? Mm. Yeah, like if I if I play it at all, and a lot of times if I see a game is by EA, I won't buy it. Mm. Like I like the UFC games, but when it was uh, THQ mm-hmm. or whatever, but uh, the minute they went to EA, I was like, eh. And I, so I haven't played any of the the new UFC games, yeah. even though I like UFC and I'd love to play a game, but. I know it's an EA game, so it's probably going to cost me extra money somewhere, and it was probably rushed out without finishing it. And think about, it's probably think about uh, what's happened to Bioware and like a Mass Effect Andromeda. That thing was a, a, just a train wreck. <laughs> it was so disappointing. <laughs> and I pre-ordered that because I'm a chump, and I, I loved Mass Effect the original, the, the trilogy uh, uh, one through three. Yeah. I loved those games, and I was a fan of the Dragon Age games. In Inquisition had its problems with its open world stuff, but. Still, I, I, I put in 110 hours into that one, you know. Uh, uh, so, but EA has been just ruining studios lately. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm curious, uh, the uh, developer of Dead Space, they uh, put them out of business. Uh, Vis- visceral? Yeah, Visceral yeah. Games. Uh, back, like, seven months ago. Uh, and they were working on a Star Wars game. Uh, and... I don't know. There could have been problems with the developer. Maybe they were uh, the the product wasn't coming together the way it should have. It had the the writer of Uncharted on it. You know, it had it had a lot of promise going for it. Uh, and uh, then Visceral's gone. So was Max's, and so was you know every single other studio that gets absorbed into EA. Uh, they turn them into shit. Like the developer is forced to do things because the publisher uh, wants to have microtransactions in here, or you know, it needs to get out by this date. So, if Andromeda had more huh. time to cook. It would have been a much better product. Ooh. Don't hug uh, me. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is not not is, was that not the message? Yeah. Right. You know, the artist sacrificing the vision mm-hmm. for sake of whoever the hell is funding him mm. or her. It's just a. It's. 
it's, it's a it's a like a factory mentality. Like, all right, you know, turn it out, turn it out, turn it out. Well, but it's not done. It doesn't matter. Turn it out, turn it out, turn it out. Yeah, you know, we got we got this much time, and you know. It's Publishers don't yeah. give a flying fuck about your hobby, your video game hobby. <laughs> yeah. For them, it's numbers. It's yeah. it's it's money, which is fine. So. Which is fine. Like I totally understand. It. Like yeah. I always tell people whenever they're like, "How come this business isn't do is doing this? That's not that's not nice and that's not right." And I'm like, "No, it's a business. It's a business, not yeah. a charity. Like you know, they're, yeah. they're going to raise prices because mm-hmm. they want to make money. That's why they're in business." By the way, have you seen that the series that I referenced right now? Don't have me on scare. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a disturbing <laughs> thing to think. About. <laughs> If you ever want to feel like you take you took LSD without taking LSD, yeah. there you go. Yeah, definitely don't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dave, mm-hmm. we'll start with you since last time you didn't have it. You want to plug your social media? Sure, yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at DaveMyers722. I'm not active there, but if you need to get a hold of me or have any questions, you can find me there. And then, uh, Dan, you've got a project coming up here. Do uh, you want to go ahead and uh, and promote that the the other uh, the other podcast? Oh yeah, well that's still in the works. Uh, but um, I'll probably do a little link or shout out to it on on Instagram. Uh, it's the only thing that I have it on a Facebook. Uh, guy with a camera eighty three. No guy spaces. With a camera eighty three on yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like my creative corner. But uh, I figure if I do end up doing it, it's, it's me and my childhood best friend. Uh, I've known him for probably twenty years. Uh, he wanted to do this project where. I like to bring more awareness. Uh, so our culture is a little bit, I feel like it's a little reserved, a little hesitant to approach, uh, as you put it, the, the finer things in life, you know, wine, dining, art, culture, uh, theater, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So he kind of wants to create a, a Latino channel with, you know, like, look, these are two Latino guys and, and we love doing this. Like, this mm-hmm. is, this is, this is those. So kind of trying to trying to push things along is what he wants to do so as soon as it goes up uh we're going to probably throw a link up on bring there. it back like the latin gentleman idea like, yeah which has kind of fallen out of out of favor over it, the last little bit yeah yeah, yeah exactly except yeah. for in uh uh, uh dos Equis commercials mm. <laughs> <laughs> the authentic only, the only yeah. the only latino gentleman i can think of like uh, that's in pop culture at, at, to any extent right now is like hey do you remember dos Equis guy who's like talking about the fire things in life and then he holds up a shitty beer <laughs> <laughs> i remember one i loved that beer when i was 21 okay <laughs> <laughs> the only i think the the most iconic person prior to that was probably some dude dressed up in a bee costume. But yeah, I don't, I don't really, oh god, I don't really think. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So and of course, everybody, if you want to, if you have any questions for for me, or you want to talk about the show or anything that Dan and Dave and I discussed, you can reach me, of course, at uh, Ryan Rico LTMT on Twitter. And uh, Ryan Rico LTMT at gmail.com if you want to email. And uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, we're going to try and get Dave and Dan on as much as we can here and uh, on the show. I, I think we had a good time here yeah. today. And mm-hmm. uh, I think we got lots more to talk about in the future. So I uh, appreciate you guys coming on. Sure, no problem. Thanks for the invite. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely do this again. And uh, real quick here, I have uh, Michaela's got this little bobblehead here, Lewis Black. <laughs> his uh his finger is bottled too because yeah. he's Lewis Black. And he and it talks. Oh, fuck yourself. So I'll leave you guys with that. It's <laughs> a good sign off. To all my listeners. <laughs> have a great day. Bye bye.